I'm using this time to learn a bit more about politics. I want to use it to just get familiar with some terms that I, you know, maybe convince myself I know or just don't know. So, yeah, I don't like it so much when I hear people throw crazy terms in political discussions like... Um, I mean, for the for the average person or the layman, um, might not be clear uh, totally what a Marxist is or a fascist or a green socialist or an anarchist or a market socialist or a mutualist, whatever. Um, I, I don't know what half those things mean anyways, you know, and... Um, I think it's always important to have these things defined and and brought to real life terms and examples when when we're attempting to discuss them, let's say in front of an audience or anything like that. So I'll start with the basics like uh, capitalism and democracy, and then jump to socialism. Uh, what's it called? Communism, Confucianism, <laughs> on top. So yeah. Capitalism is an economic system based on the private ownership of the means of production and their operation for profit. So it's the private individual who aims towards profit rather than the state trying to own things and, and get them done. Um, capitalism is what we see a lot right now. Capitalism, um, I think, has a lot to do with the... It, it gives the space for the individual to, to realize a higher state of control if things align for them to have a lot of money, right? I think, like, you become a billionaire, there's a lot you can do with that money, you know? You can you can pay for a lot of things. My, my, my own um, criticism against that, in a sense, is the fact that this person who has billions in the bank Money will always be a representation of value. When this money is put into the economic system, it acts as, as uh, fuel and as oil for the mechanism to move. So if I put a billion in this direction, then things are going to move in this direction, uh, more or less. Um, people will be incentivized to work. They'll put more effort. The thing they'll produce they'll, they'll be producing is going to eventually you know be produced if but what i mean is is you can't force a garden to grow you can't you, you can only have so many resources the resources are always limited then it's just uh, the matter of people's time and the motivation and effort that they put in which apparently money in increases right they can go and buy other things that take up other resources but the resources will always be finite and the system in place is to make it seem like the resources are endless um, to suit insatiable demands um, and infinite demands with f finite supply. So that's an issue I have is that money isn't real, but the way that it's, that we treat it is, is very, very, very real and therefore it is real. Um, Let's go to Marxism. Oh, 
to define Marxism in simple terms, it's a political and economic theory where a society has no classes. Every person within the society works for a common good and class struggle is theoretically gone. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, socioeconomic analysis that uses a materialistic interpretation of historical development uh, better known as historical materialism to understand class relation and social conflicts as well as dialectal perspective to view social transformation it originates from the German philosophers Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels as Marxism so Karl Marx Marxism has developed over time into various branches and schools of thought. Currently, no single definitive Marxist theory exists. Some Marxist schools of thought place greater emphasis on certain aspects of classical Marxism while rejecting or modifying other aspects. Some schools have sought to combine Marx Marxian concepts and non-Marxian concepts, which has led to widely varying conclusions. Marxism had a, has had a profound impact on global academia, having influenced many fields, including anthropology, archaeology, art theory, criminology, cultural studies, economics, education, ethics, film theory, okay, 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 a lot of everything. Karl Marx uh, has a nice beard and moustache, uh, long hair. To fulfill human material needs. Ah. It assumes that the form of economic organization or mode of production influences all other social phenomena, including wider social relations. Mode of production. So human labor, means of production, social technical relationships of production. So it's taking this, uh, assumes that the form of economic organization, how we organize ourselves economically, influences all other social phenomena. How people make their money influences how, or how they even buy things with that money, how the things are produced uh, with the resources, influences all the other wider social relations political institutions and legal systems <coughs> these social relations together with the economic system form a base and superstructure as forces of production improve existing forms of organizing production become obsolete and hinder further progress Karl Marx wrote at a single stage of development the material productive forces of society come into conflict with the existing existing relations of production <clears throat> or this merely expresses the same thing in legal terms with the property relations within the framework of which they have operated hitherto from forms of development of the productive forces these relations turn into their fetters then begins an era of social revolution that took a big jump for me um, these revolutions you're talking about having transformed society The material productive forces. These inefficiencies manifest themselves as social contradictions in society, which are in turn fought out at the level of class struggle. Under the capitalist mode of production, 
the struggle materializes between the minority who owns the means of production and the vast majority of the population who produce goods and services, the proletariat, the bourgeois and the proletariat. Starting with the conjectural premise that social change occurs as a result of the struggle between different classes within society who contradict one another. A Marxist would conclude that capitalism exploits and oppresses the proletariat, therefore capitalism will inevitably lead to a proletarian revolution. In a socialist society, private property as the means of production would be replaced by cooperative ownership. A socialist economy would not base production on the creation of private profits, but on the criteria of satisfying human needs, that is, production for use. Friedrich Engels explained that the capitalist mode of appropriation, in which the product enslaves first the producer and then the appropriator, is replaced by the mode of appropriation of the products that is based upon the nature of the modern means of production, upon the one hand direct social appropriation as means to the maintenance and extension of production, on the other direct individual appropriation as means of subsistence subsistence and of enjoyment. Marx in economics and its proponents view capitalism as economically unsustainable and incapable of improving the living standards of populations due to its need to compensate for falling rate of profit by cutting employees' wages and social benefits while pursuing military aggression. The socialist mode of production would succeed capitalism as humanity's mode of production through revolution by workers. According to Marxian crisis theory, socialism is not an inevitability but an economic, economic necessity. Okay. Thank you, Karl Marx. Uh, I'm just wondering, personally, like, I see, I see how capitalism, in a way, it does create uh, better living standards, it does improve lives, in, in, a, in a certain way, right? So, you have companies like Samsung and Apple, or... Microsoft and, and Meta or, or whatever, they're competing within a capitalistic system to create better products uh, that eventually can be sold to the public and which could improve our lives. So capitalism creates room for competition. Competition creates room for a race, right? And you want to keep ahead in the race, you have to keep trying to learn how to get faster within yourself. So a system like Apple uh, is not so different from a human body. You have a million, million different organs in a million different places, and they're all working together. But the thing about a human body, of course, like I can go to the gym and, and train and my, my circulation gets better, but I can't reorganize my organs, right? A uh, company like Apple can or reorganize its organs, it can reorganize its people, its people are changing as well. And uh, the system in itself can, can become more and more efficient. Now, what is ultimate efficiency, right? What is, what is a complete lack of waste of resources and uh, absolute improvement of uh, living standards? How can we provide and how can we run systems in such a way where things aren't wasted? Now, there's a lot of systems in place that just waste energy how do we define which waste energy and which don't you know you have uh, 
insurance companies who I don't know if it's like, but you have offices and and tax attorneys and and just a lot of different offices uh, or businesses in the world that aren't really doing anything good for anyone. You know, they're generating cash uh, because of an obsolete method that doesn't help anyone and they just keep doing it. And the people who work there are just blind and keep doing the same thing over and over again. And that's not cool, in my opinion. I live in Germany. Germany's... uh, it, it's capitalist, but it is in a way socialist. I don't know in what way it actually is socialist. But um, it's just that we pay a lot of taxes and a lot of things are made, made at least the most basic things like insurance are are well, well uh, done by the state. Um, also, education is free, you know, things like that. So Karl, or I guess Marxism, is also about removing social class. So in a way, monetizing, not monetizing, but democratizing, uh, democratizing as in making everything similar to different people. So I wanted to say democratizing education. For example, you don't have elite schools and and really cheap bad public schools like in in Finland. You had like all the schools meet the same standards. You don't have schools that are shit and and then like really expensive private schools. It's all, it's very rare that you would find a private school, and private schools uh, aren't necessarily even better than public schools in Finland. You know, so you don't have within these uh, learning uh, areas and rooms. You don't have any difference in class you know and everyone's learning from everyone uh and people connect from all weeks of life and that makes things better at least it produces less ignorance and less hate um so germany is a democratic republic i'm not exactly sure how to define socialism so we check that first Socialism, a political and economic theory of social organization which advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned and regulated by the community as a whole. What does socialism mean in simple terms? Socialism is an economic and political system where workers own the general means of production, farms, factories, tools, and raw material. This can be achieved through decentralized and direct worker ownership or centralized state ownership of the means of production. Hmm... Economic and social doctrine that calls for public rather than private ownership of property and natural resources. Individuals do not live or work in isolation, but live in cooperation with one another. It's a social democracy, but it's a capitalistic country. Okay, socialism would mean that the government owns the farm, the railway that delivers the stuff and the supermarkets 
So the economic economy is based on the needs of the people. A system of society or group of living, no private property. The governing body owns everything, homes, food, power, transportation, private businesses do not exist. That's intense. So communism is socialism. Uh, a state of society in Marxist theory transitional between capitalism and communism and distinguished by unequal distribution of goods and pay according to work done if you work longer or harder than most or your job is more important to the betterment of the state and its people you are afforded better pay better living conditions and better goods and services by the state uh, while authoritarianism isn't necessarily a component of socialism socialist states are almost always authoritarian in practice because the government controls the production and the distribution of everything, they generally also control speech to prevent discontent with the system. Yeah, I don't know how far this goes. All I all I want to all I want to mention here, uh, all I want to know first off is socialism, com uh, communism. The main difference is that under communism, most property economies are owned and controlled by the state. Under socialism, all citizens share equally. And economic resources as allocated by a democratically elected government okay that's sort of a big difference so the people own the stuff equally versus the government owns everything in a sense um, they're both essentially advocating public rather than private ownership okay uh, We have to learn a bit more about communism, but maybe later. But yeah, so my 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 thing my thing with anything like this is that uh, we must never forget that people are behind things. People set up the systems, and then the systems also set up the people. So if you have people in a democratically elected uh, elected office deciding who contributes more to society than others, and that they should be paid more or less you have a problem there because people are making that decision. They want to please each other. They want to get uh, on each other's better side. They want to give favors and take favors for later. All of these things cause people to make wrong decisions and who should get what, you know? So that's, that's from a basis incorrect. Um, and just like people, I think people essentially need to have a dream. I don't know how, how it is yet now in uh, China, or like anywhere else, I'm, I'm going to start looking into these things a lot more. But um, in general, I imagine that I wouldn't be striving to, to anything if I didn't feel like there is a higher truth in me to reach and in turn a higher truth in society to reach. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I think people need to be able to dream that they can be better I think if people can't think that they can become the next Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk uh, 
I don't know if that's it's an internal lead that we've created for ourselves that we have to live by. Also, really realize that you need to be at peace with where you are, be the water that you are, and see where it can flow because that's the only way, the only direction it can go. Um, yeah. People need to dream, and I'm not sure how much socialism takes away from that. Okay. That's it for today. I think I'll do these things more often because you know I might as well use this time to learn rather than reiterate stuff that I end up being stuck at for no reason, right? Uh, reframing my reality to myself a million times over uh, won't get me anywhere. I'm just uh, trapped in my own rationalization, which is what it is. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.